Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hey, uh, welcome, uh, everybody, to uh, I'm uh, Right, and uh, he's Rob. Uh, my name is Monty, and uh, Rob, uh, we always start with uh, our corrections, our uh, omissions, our uh, apologies. Our we failures. Got our failures. We got called <laughs> out. Um, apparently, I said Jason Lazenby instead of George Lazenby, which um, I feel real I, stupid for doing that, because that's... Because I, th- I know you know that huge, one. Huge. Yeah, that's a huge boner of a move, and I don't even know if there's a British person named Jason. I'm not kidding. Is that even a British name, Jason? It feels it's, like it's a total American name. I don't know. Uh, was the character from the Matt Damon movies British? <laughs> Born? Jason Bourne? No, he I'm, wasn't. I'm just trying to help. Have you that. seen? Oh, you know what? We actually omitted the Bourne franchise. The, the Bourne franchise. I mean, I know, I know the, the biggest thing last time was we each picked a franchise and we talked about it, but we didn't, or we didn't even talk about the Bourne Franchise. I think we, we covered a bunch, though. We mentioned like yeah. the X Men and the the Marvels and the right. Lord of the Rings and things like that. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Bourne uh, franchise is one of it's those. It's a solid ones. one. It's, it's a solid. It's totally solid, but it's one of those things that kind of slips under the radar. I think sometimes I really. Do. I think that's what makes it good. Is yeah. it doesn't? It's not flashy. It yeah. isn't. Um, in your face, the way some other franchise, uh, the the Mission Mission Impossible, we didn't mention either. Right, right. Uh, which is a great franchise for you but to that, watch Tom Cruise running. Yes. <laughs> well, for a guy who I a don't really agree with much about him personally, uh-huh. I enjoy watching him in an action movie like that, and those are fun movies. They're, yeah. I, my they biggest thing fail. about my biggest thing always about Tom Cruise is he's just he stopped acting a long time ago and he's just Tom Cruise. He's just sure. fucking Tom. But Cruise there's many actors out there. I kind of feel that about Samuel L. Jackson. I don't feel Samuel like he's an actor. L. Yeah, no, he's Samuel Sammy L. Jackson. in every movie. He just is one. That he, well, we talked about that when we talked about uh, the prequels. Sam Jackson is just Sam Jackson as a Jedi in that in yeah. those prequels, right? So it's just yeah. No, he's yeah he. he he allowed himself to be typecast into uh, a Shaft wannabe, and that's what he's going to just write out the rest of his life. Oh, how about the Shaft? There's a franchise that I didn't think about. Can I change sort my of. answer? Yeah. <laughs> Can I change my answer to Shaft? I didn't realize they were making another. That That's crazy. Shaft Jr., where, yeah. the, where the, the next generation of Shaft is not as... He's PC Shaft, which I think is funny. He's woke Shaft, which I think is a little bit funny. I think that'll be, I don't know. And I'm also surprised that Rob Liefeld's Shaft never took off either. <laughs> no, actually, I am totally not surprised. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so we should get into what this week is about. Uh, so let me introduce uh, my name. Again, my name is Monty. Let me introduce my co-host. He's the, uh, let's see, the reality to my space stone. Oh, your soul stone. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's uh, he's my uh, uh, well, you you didn't let me finish. He's the reality to my space stone. He's the uh, time to my uh, uh, Tesseract. No, No. he's the soul stone to my. I'm the Gamora to your Uh, lying in the bottom of the ground. Um, we can't do any spoilers yet, but we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. We're going to talk about the ending yes. of... We uh, will spoil the hell out of this. The 22 movie experience. 
of the Marvel Cinematic Universe up until this point. So and if you have not seen Endgame, stop this thing right goddamn now. This yeah, is your let last me, Let me reiterate it. Effing this warning. movie should not be spoiled. No. It has some phenomenal surprises. Please don't let us spoil it. Yeah. Turn, Go watch it before you listen Turn it off to right now. Although I will say this. I was looking at Instagram of a sports person. Oh, yeah. And somebody in the comments... Oh, it's spoiled everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's not. insane. Like the the amount of people who just want to watch the world burn. So don't don't let us be those people. Please just, don't let us just go watch it. Yeah, we're gonna give you now ten seconds to turn on. Hopefully, in that ten seconds, you can find your pause button everybody and move the. Died. Uh, everybody died. Everybody died. Everybody died. Everybody died. Everybody. In the last movie. Uh, all right. Okay, so now all of those people who haven't seen it, who did not contribute to the Disney $1 billion in a weekend fund. Yeah. <laughs> uh, First of all, that is a phenomenal thing if you think about it. You know, all kidding aside, that movie made balls money yeah. in record crazy time. And I guess when you think of the way the last movie ended, how could it have not? But right, yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, that's an insane amount of uh, yeah, that's insane. Just how much uh that was. Uh, it's incredible, you know. I mean, it's... when you think about it, like if you if if one dollar equals one second, Rob. Uh, one billion seconds is equal to, and I am not kidding you, if I've done this correctly, something like 11 million days or something like that. It's no, I, I think I've done that wrong. Oh, it's it. No, that's it one doesn't. It's, that's wrong. I it's that. just when you think of the movies we grew up with, I mean, compare it to Titanic or Avatar, which were the big money makers, you know, and before that, the Star Wars, the that would make crazy money in a short amount of time that, you know, what it, how long was avatar in theaters for like six months? Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to catch up with avatar in like two weeks. I'm yeah, it's uh it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. I'm sorry. It's like 11,000 days is like a billion okay. seconds or something. Okay. So it's still, it's a long goddamn time. It's uh, more years than you can think it's of. It's a phenomenon. I, an amazing and, amount of money. To be honest, I feel like it's totally deserved. Um, I, I yeah, will flat the, out say this is my favorite did... Marvel movie to date. Wow! I, I without really? without hesitation, I will say this is my really? favorite Marvel movie of all time. Wow! Uh, I'm gonna disagree. Winter Soldier still is my favorite Marvel movie of all time. I still think <sighs> Winter Soldier is a perfect movie, and it, it doesn't need like 25,000 stars in it. Sure. I do think this is Winter an amazing, amazing Probably movie. in the top three for me, I would put Winter Soldier. Yeah. But this movie has everything on an epic scale, which is more... This is this is the epitome of summer blockbuster movie. This is the end-all, be-all summer blockbuster movie. So Chris Pratt posted that picture uh, just uh, yesterday. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it? The, the film what of him he just... He just basically, they had all of these people on set, right? It's for the the scene of the movie where they all come through Doctor Strange's circular things. Yeah. And you have a good shot of every single motherfucking Marvel character in the movies together. And mm -hmm. he just basically pans across this, like, you know, fake rubble where we're all supposed to be standing, right? So and, that wasn't all CG. They were all in a room together or yeah. a soundstage or whatever. Yeah, at least for a couple of those shots, they have to be, wow. right? So it's just I didn't insane. realize that. Just absolutely insane to see that many really super famous people. In just you talking movie. about it gives me chills. That just isn't it amazing. Cool. Let's okay. Let's let's talk first and foremost about the moment that every single person with a soul shit themselves and started immediately crying. Oh, which one? There's a few, but oh, I know I know which one you and I are talking about. It's when uh, when Captain America picked up Mjolnir. I mean, almost like holy goddamn shit. That was like the culmination. I my daughter 
looked at me funny because I almost hopped out of my seat. I don't I don't believe in applauding at movie theaters because the people who made it aren't there. But I almost did, and I almost stood up. I almost gave an I almost gave a standing ovation at that moment. Um, I was aroused more than I've ever been with my wife. It was. <laughs> I you was can insane. ask Jenny. I literally, I in one of her hands, I was I was we were holding hands during the movie. Oh, that's so sweet. And she said, first of all, during that scene, I was squeezing her so tight, so tight, she was totally in pain. Yeah. But with my other hand, I threw up in the air and went, yeah, and I screamed. I that guy? Total guttural. I couldn't help it. I couldn't. It was like, it was the moment I had waited for for 22 movies to see that. And did you hear the theory as to why he was able to finally Um, and not... Because he came clean to Tony. Tony, right. I see. That was the secret that he was holding on to that made him unworthy. Otherwise, he would have been in Age of Ultron. He could have lifted it. But because he hadn't come clean to Tony, he wasn't worthy. This is a fan theory. but It sort of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, It does. Yeah, I I mean, I think so. Uh, I think also you could say that he became worthy because of how he dealt with the failure of uh, Thanos and the snap. Of all the heroes post snap and all what they're doing, uh, Steve Rogers handles it in the most human way. He goes out and starts leading a support group for people yeah. post snap, which is legit an amazing human thing to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm not out in the universe looking for a way of defeating him. Blah blah blah. I'm not doing that. No, I'm like legit yeah. taking a few people at a time and helping them fucking live their life. That's amazing. I thought that was an incredible piece of like, and that honors Sam, who when we meet Sam, he is doing that. It well. does a fucking yeah. He he. It says to me that Cam val that Cap values Sam, and what Sam was doing when he met him as a non-hero so much that Cap was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, that's how I think I can help people the most. I think that's just absolutely amazing. It, to do to do this discussion justice, I feel like we should at least start at the beginning. Okay, and of the movie, and yep. here's okay. We that was by the not, way a blown away moment in storytelling. By the way, absolutely. Oh sure, we're not ten minutes into the movie, and Captain Marvel shows up. Right, they get into a into a spaceship, and yep. they're going to go and kick Thanos's ass. Yep, and exactly I'm, and what I you thought the Jen, whole fucking movie was going to be. Ten minutes in, and I turned to Jenny and went that is too quick this something that this isn't sitting right with me something doesn't make sense and she's like really and i'm like you don't you don't take on the the big bad five minutes into your movie no you don't not a three-hour movie what is gonna happen i saw that moment and said yes that's what everyone wants to do they want to see fucking they want the quick revenge they want the quick revenge they want this to be about that and they want it to be a simple brute force thing and that's not what's going to happen. No, I loved it. I loved it. Thor to can do you want me to where Thor heads him? Yeah, it was just like, and that's it. You guys are done. But think about how and think about how fucking pathetic it was. Yeah, just fucking. Here's a guy who wiped out more people than anybody ever. He and it's not about killing Hitler combined. Right, right, right. Touch the numbers that this guy has killed. Uh, And yeah, because they didn't have access to the whole universe. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And in a moment, he's gone and it's and it's hollow. It's just a hollow victory. See, and I really like that, too, because although Marvel's never shied away from death in their like their superheroes, there's no no kill rule in any of their superhero movies. There's still I feel like there's a nobility, but that what but they're warriors, right? Especially Thor is a warrior, right? And and but there's no, they're not, they're not. Uh, oh, I'm not going to kill. It's not like comic books. They're not living in that. Like Captain America is a soldier. Uh, Iron Man is is fighting. It's not about oh, I'm going to, you know, he's, he doesn't necessarily go out to kill people, but um, sometimes that's what happens when you're in a fight for your life. Is the other person dies, and he just kind of deals with that and whatever. Um, 
But that was sort of a moment where you look at it and you get that great comic book morality of an eye for an eye just leaves two people blind. It 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 doesn't. It's hollow. Vengeance for vengeance' sake isn't the answer. And I loved yeah. it. And I thought it was amazing. And what I it really was- thought was great was. Everyone thought, how are they going to fucking kick Thanos' ass? How are they going to take him out? How are they going to get blah, blah, blah? How are they going to avenge, you know, blah, blah, blah? We, we have Captain Marvel, who we know is going to whoop on him, and right. it's going to be spectacular. And then what happens? And it's hollow. Nothing. Hollow as <laughs> shit. And then you're left with, well, what the fuck is this movie going to be about? Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I was literally, I was like, wow. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Literally, now what? Yeah. I and, thought that and, was brilliant storytelling on on the part of the Russo brothers and Marvel uh, of just basically giving fans the thing that they wanted from the very beginning right away. Boom. Done. And then we are introduced five years later to the hero. A rat. Yeah. (laughs) A A freaking rat rat is the hero of this damn movie. Is that a rat? Is that a rat or is it a highly evolved intelligent being that understands that this is what needs to be? Yeah, needs to be yeah, done. It's, a, it's not a flurkin. Yeah, I was thinking more hitchhikers, but yeah. Um, yeah, yes. no, I thought I thought that that was, yeah, it's a little bit of happenstance, but it is a little bit of happenstance. I want to ask one question because we talked about five years. What year do you think it is when it's five years later? I think because the timeline is 19, a little sc- 2019. Oh, well, you, you think it's 2019 when it's five years later, or do you think yeah. it's 2019 when the snap happens? Because I, I think, think they are behind, right? The snap happened not at the same time. Like, if you look at everyone's, like, oh, of course, trying to get the timeline right, that snap happened earlier than 2018. So that five years isn't 2023. It's probably closer to 2020, 2021, maybe. Maybe they're so, one okay. or two years ahead when, of us. When we see everybody come back and we have that climactic battle at the end, what year are you saying it? You're saying it's no, not that's, 2019. That's, you're, you're yeah, saying I'm saying that that's, that's still five years ahead, obviously. Okay. Yeah, they come back. But, in that five years because that was yes, but I'm just saying when the movie ends, where do you think we are? I think they're at 2020, 2021. I don't necessarily think they're at 2019. Well, later on, I don't don't think they're 2023. Later on, I have a, I have a, it's one of my teeny, teeny problems with the movie, but I do have a problem with the movie. Oh, Um, I had a huge problem and I had to go look on somebody on the internet to tell me, walk me through it. So, okay. You hadn't seen the movie yet. And I, well, I mean, do we want to get into, I guess we're, yeah, we're 16 minutes into this switch. So I had a problem with time travel, as I yeah, think everyone too. as everyone did. Time travel is a slippery bitch. <laughs> so they explain that everything that you know about time travel from Back to the Future it's is wrong, wrong. Right. And they say stuff like uh, once you go back, the future is now your past. And so it can't be changed. So what they're basically trying to set up is the idea that. Alternative um, timelines and d- d- doesn't matter. Everything will be fine for us. So we can take things out of the past and it won't necessarily affect our current time when they happen. But then if you go back and put things back. Though, but, 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 I mean, but, but, but that's what, just it. That's what they didn't. It didn't matter to them until they talk until Bruce Banner talks to the Sorcerer Supreme. Okay. And I can't remember which one that was. Pre Stephen Strange, what's Tilda Swinton's character's name? I don't I, remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. The, the, the great chosen, one or something the, like yeah, the, the great the, one or whatever. The, it doesn't matter. Tilda Swinton, Tilda fucking bald ass Swinton. Okay, so then Tilda Swinton. She was explains, really like the first character surprise. I did not expect to see her. That was a nice character surprise. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So then, what I okay. So then she explains that if you take the rea- or if you take the infinity stones out of the timeline you will in fact create alternate timelines so i read an article and this is basically what it said when the infinity stones are in their rightful place you can take people and things out of the past and put them into the future and it won't cause ripples through time where people disappear and it won't cause mountains of alternate timelines simply because the six infinity stones together hold the universe and the timeline together when they're all together. 
that wasn't said in the movie, but I do like that answer. Well, that's I think what she was saying is I, okay. I think I just didn't understand it at the time. There was too much to process. But what yeah. she basically said is if you put all these fuckers back, it'll erase the timeline. Everything else that you take out of the timeline and fuck up, i.e. Thanos coming to the future before he snapped and dying in the future after he snapped or before he snapped and still having the snap in the first place, that doesn't matter. And the whole reason why they're able to do all this stuff, it doesn't matter as, as long as Cap fulfills his mission and goes back and places each one of those things. It also doesn't matter about Loki, except for the fact it allows Loki to be alive at the end of the movie. This is the thing. They put the Tesseract back in time at the beginning and it fixes all of their meddling, but it doesn't undo the fact that Loki jumped into the Tesseract and leaped away. And changed part of his time. For that Loki, but the original stuff that happened with Loki going to Asgard, being in that jail, all works because we saw Loki in jail when Rocket and Thor went to go get... The ether. Yes. So yeah. all of that. By the way, what is the ether? What stone is that? What's the ether? Um, power. Power stone. Is that what it is? Yes. That's the one I yep. couldn't remember in the opening. Right. Thanks. Okay. You're the soul to my power stone. Now we've mm-hmm. got it all figured out. Okay. So uh, yeah. So that's what I, I read an article, and it was one of those articles that I needed because I watched this movie. I loved this movie. I woke up the next day and suddenly was like, is that a giant goddamn plot hole? The fact that we took Thor, uh, that we take Thanos pre-snap and kill him post-snap. Time travel is so hard to deal with, and here's why I have a problem. Not, It's a small one, and uh-huh. I don't really care, and you could probably explain it away in the story, but... When everybody is back at the end, it's five years later after right. the snap. Yes. So now you go to Spider-Man's high school. Yes. And Half of the students at that fucking high school graduated. Have graduated Rob. And moved on. Yes. So, so when if he you're sees there his... and you recognize each other, you were snapped. I'm hoping. Yes, that's exactly what it is. So I said that to I said this to my daughter, who I went and saw the movie with. I said to her, I turned to her and I said. Half of everyone in the world just had five traumatic fucking years where everything changed in their status quo. Well, we saw garbage code. in the streets yes. and cars piled up. So it was like apocalyptic for in yeah, certain ships, ships crashing at the fucking uh, Liberty Island because there was no yes. one piloting them. All of that happened for five years and then suddenly everyone's back. And you know why everyone's back exactly like that and why half the population had trauma? Because Tony Stark didn't want to give up his five years. Because he could have done that snap. Would have lost his daughter. Undid the last five years, and he would have lost the five years with his daughter. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. That right there is the thing. But I said to my daughter, what a nightmare fucking world that would be because I want, I want I want you to think about this, Rob. I want you to think about this. There is, let's say, a um, uh, a dictator in a country that maybe rhymes with Nusha, okay? And that dictator gets snapped, and he's and now gone. He's back. <laughs> so now there is a vacuum that happens in the 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 days, the months, the years after the snap. I, I a have power vacuum. This too. Based upon that Spider-Man part, it's what put it all in my head. Right. So then you have five years of infighting until finally this made-up country of Nusha finally as a piece of stability. Then Tony Stark snaps again, and suddenly the guy who was in fucking power is no longer in power. So now the question becomes, is the new guy strong enough to just kill the old guy? (laughs) real quickly and maintain his base or is he just destabilizing enough that nusha goes into a civil war between the new dictator and the old dictator see it was it was a bold i mean i know why they did it they wanted to give him a character arc to go out on but But it was a bold decision yes to not let him snap everything back to the way it was right 
And I guess then that, the next question is, do, do, you know, does the Illuminati form? Does Banner figure out a way of snapping everyone back that five we can years? Now do the full Illuminati with the uh, the uh, Fox properties now part of right? They won't though. Introduce, introduce Namor. You have yeah. Stephen Strange. You get Professor X in there, dude. It's not going to happen. I know, not. but it would be cool. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do now? So, oh, when Tony Stark snapped his fingers, guess what? These guys came back too, and universes combined. I, honestly, it's too hard I, for normal people to, to deal with. I thought with. it was a good way to do it, but I knew too it wasn't going to happen. But it hard. sure would have been cool. You got to think about normies, dude. You really, honestly, got to think about fucking normies. I know, I know. But let's say all of a sudden Hugh Jackman appears on the screen. And, yeah, wouldn't that? Know. It would be great, but also not necessary. Not, no, and they. Uh, okay, so. I know we've talked a lot. It'll about, be interesting to, by the way, see how Agents of Shield this season deals with all this shit. Yeah, which are they going to start really smart to not do any storylines while the snap yeah. is going on? I was wondering why the fuck are they staying? Why are they not premiering until May? Oh, and this here's why. why: to completely avoid having to deal with any of this shit. They leave. So I, they left the air pre-snap. They come back. The real question is: Are they going to be around in the five years? post-snap, pre-re-snap, or are they just going to leapfrog those five years and come right in post-snap again? Well, and we know of we know of a Black Sorry. Widow movie. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be a prequel. <laughs> yeah, unless it's going to be called Two Hours of Watching Scarlett Johansson Lay Down on Brick. Yeah. yeah. Um, we know that we're getting a Vision and Wanda television show. And yeah, we also that'll know be that's interesting. That's going to take place in the fifties. What? Yeah, that's going to take place in the fifties. So riddle me that one. I have no idea. I, um, we are there is discussion to have a Hulk and She Hulk television show that has not been finalized yet, but that is in discussion. Um, we know well, Shang Chi. Is it going to be fucking Professor Hulk then? Is it I don't know. Be the professor, because that's not no. fun. Hulk and She-Hulk is only fun if it's regular Green Hulk and She-Hulk. There's a lot you could do with... I don't even think you need regular Hulk. I think She-Hulk's a good enough she fucking Hulk character. She-Hulk and Banner would be fine. <laughs> just, um, just She-Hulk, bro. Just She-Hulk. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'm sure we're going to have a television show that uh, shows you how Loki's going to manipulate everything back. and come back. I'm sure that's fine. Maybe maybe the whole Wanda and Vision thing happens because of some shenanigans with the the stones again. I don't know. You know, yes. Yeah. You know, it's comics. Good writer can come along and make anything work and I would I I don't care. I honestly I don't care. Just write it well and I don't care. Yeah. Um okay, so I I wrote down some uh, important things from the movie I took away with. Uh-huh. Um, I love you. Three thousand is the most adorable thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, if you're into that, uh, Bruce Banner having the kids take selfies with him as the Hulk. Right, was, was pretty a, funny. I love that moment. Yeah. Um, um, when Hulk gave um, the the uh, taco. Yes, to, to uh, Man, and I love that. See, there was just something real simple about that scene. Yeah. Um, when a uh, rocket first meets up with Nebula and they're both kind of having their moment. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. It was a sweet moment. Yeah. That was like, oh, yeah, we lost our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we discussed Loki grabbing the Tesseract. Um, Captain America's ass. That's yeah. America's ass. That, well, that is America's ass. That's- I don't. Okay, it's a very funny line. Would I actually see the Steve Rogers of the movies so far actually look at his own ass and think it's America's ass? I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, but then again, but it's a funny line. But then mm-hmm. again, Steve Rogers in the movies so far does have a great sense of humor because he's perfect. Um, so yeah, I guess he probably have already he probably knows that that's funny to say. Okay, that I'm whole kinda... fight with himself was hilarious. I could yes. do this all day. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then the whole Bucky's alive. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, great. I'm getting out of order here, but it, it's just where a pepper pots in the rescue armor. I thought was great. Uh, okay. It's great that she was in it. Did it add anything 
No. Did we even get yes, a moment where did we even it get does. a moment where Pepper Potts decides together. to exactly. yes, we get the women and all together. the women get together, it adds that's right. I mean that's pretty much where it's all fan service, but I love the moment. And you know that where, I don't like but you know that I don't like fan service. I don't like fan service at all. This movie was nothing but fan service. It was no, there was some great fan service was or saying that they're not just gonna give you fan service is the first ten minutes where they kick fucking Thanos's ass and it's not even the fucking part of the movie. I look, did I did I think it was great to show all the women together? Sure. Did I think it was a moment that took me completely out of the regular fucking plot and out of the experience of being deeply involved in the plot to show me what was essentially a fucking marketing ploy or a fucking uh, centerfold in the middle of this thing? I didn't need it. It didn't come across even as a splash page in a comic. It just came out as a halting moment of... This isn't reality. You're watching a movie. And I really felt like Pepper Potts in the fucking rescue armor. Of course it was going to happen because we saw the rescue armor helmet at the beginning. And it's that old adage. If you fucking tell me that there's a gun above the fireplace on page 10, I better have that gun shoot by page 50. It's just that old adage to me. But but I guess my thing is I didn't see anything of the arc of Pepper Potts getting into that rescue armor. Sure. I coming to it. I I had nothing invested in that. She was in it. She was in a outfit in Iron Man three. Right. And And I've I've often I actually just watched Iron Man three not long ago. And I thought to myself, how does Pepper Potts know to kick ordinance at a guy and then shoot the ordinance when it's right in front of his face? How does she do all of that suddenly? Is it the extremists? Because we're not seeing it. I understand that that you want to see that kind of character build up. We've not had an Iron Man movie in a while. Who knows? We won't. We just won't. It's done. I don't know. We can see a Pepper Potts movie. I don't know. If okay, would, so let would me you, go. Would you really? Somebody. I'm sorry. Would you really go to a Pepper Potts movie? Not a solo movie. If if she was a part of a team, maybe I could see her as a leader of a team. I guess. Uh, okay, right, Steve Rogers being worthy is, uh, and Thor loving it. Yeah. Is screaming. I was cheering so much I didn't see. It. It's not until I've seen the memes where he says I knew it. I yeah. didn't even see him say I knew it. Oh yeah, was, that's the that's like the literally the best part. Is when Thor goes, I knew it. How about uh, how about Captain America also just instinct extinctingly knowing how to throw lightning? I thought that was crazy. I loved him spinning it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like when he was running and spinning it. Yeah, and like then he just takes knew it how to do it later. Oh, it's well. He took it. I think he took it later to, to put it back. To take it back. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Tony having the picture of Peter beside beside the picture of his father later. Yeah. Tony meeting his father. Yeah, I thought the Tony oh, meeting I his love father that was moment. really good. Except I was confused why Tony's confused. He's the one who picked the date, and yet he's also confused when his dad says that his wife is pregnant at home. Like, I couldn't figure that part out. Like, I was like, does that mean that Tony didn't well, realize he when found, he was... It was the day that they found out that she was pregnant. Oh. That's not necessarily. Yeah, that was the. It wasn't that she was. It was the day that Dad found out he was pregnant. I see. So, so that that I can understand, like him not knowing the day that he goes. You know, maybe he was born nine months later, but yeah. I mean, I, I just, I guess, like I instinctively know that all of nineteen seventy five, I was gestating because I can but, do math. You know, your mind is on a billion other things. You know your dad's going to be there, but you don't realize it's going to be an important day for your dad. Okay. All right. I don't understand why he's fucking confused, but all right. Um, On your left is a great moment when... uh, Yes. When Sam uh, comes in. When he says, on your left, and he finally gets his own little... That was sweet. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I also have Edwin Jarvis written down. You get to see Jarvis yes. again since we haven't seen since the Peggy Carter yeah. show. Yeah, Agent Carter. It's a show that should still be on TV. It should be. It was a it was a really damn good show. So fucking good. Um, and Sam Wilson uh, acknowledging Bucky or Bucky acknowledging Sam Wilson when he hands over the shield at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The Hail Hydra in the elevator. I'm sorry. I just oh, like that on. Hail Hydra was so funny. So amazing. Because it's like, 
I'm supposed to take this. Uh, I don't think you're as fucking. No, no, no. no. We're uh, gonna have a cat. We're gonna have the exact same yeah. fight. I know. Minnesota. Yeah, there was a part of me. It was like, is he about to say before we start? Is there any? Yeah, Wait, I thought that was gonna be. I, I thought that was such that. a great callback. And then yes, and then Steve just going, Hill Hydra, and them all being like, oh shit. <laughs> if he's in on it. Yeah, I had no fucking idea. Yeah, so man. funny. Yeah, it was great to see Sitwell and all those guys from Winter Soldier. Even Robert Redford. Even Robert Redford coming in. Which I didn't even feel like Robert... Like, what's funny to me about that is you didn't even know, like, in the first Avengers movie, all the directors of S.H.I.E.L.D. are shadowy figures. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... uh, Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool and stitched together a little bit more of that stuff. Uh, and then the funerals, the last thing on my list is the funeral scene and the kid from Iron Man 3, which during the movie, I didn't, I saw the kid, I'm going, who the hell is that supposed to be? And I immediately, when I left the theater, I Googled and it was like, oh, duh, I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me that it yeah, would be him. That it was him. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool nod. Like the idea that maybe that kid has kept up with Tony over the years yeah. since. Uh, and that kid apparently didn't get snapped or did get snapped. Was he still a kid? I don't know. I don't know. I guess he wouldn't. It, he probably did get snapped. Otherwise, he'd be much older <laughs> than than he is, right? So I guess that has to be the way it is. Uh, yeah, those were all good, Rob. I think you. I think you found a lot of uh, a lot of good gems in there. Um, I thought the fight I scene between. I love the fight scene between Hawkeye and Scarlett. Jo- yeah. Did I just say Scarlett Johansson instead of saying Black Widow? That whole fight of who is going to die more was great. Was and then, but I really love the part where he realized that she's attached the, the, the grappling hook behind his back where he can't reach. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, God, like that moment where he realized you've outsmarted me and you're the only one who can die now. Mm-hmm. I can't kill myself. You've made it impossible to have have that happen. So I thought that was good. Um, I also like the fact that uh, Peter Quill doesn't get his Gamora back. I no. think he gets a Gamora, but not his Gamora back. Yeah, I, be- I believe Gamora's back. But yes, it's not his Gamora, which Again, I think is kind of nice. Time travel, like I explained before, she doesn't yeah. have to go back. That Gamora actually did happen. Everything that happened happened um, and died. What's uh, crazy about that is in, in the art, and I'll send you the article that I read, or maybe I'll post it on our Facebook page. Our <laughs> yeah, notes here, post but, it, please. Um, that also talked about the fact that, okay, so that also means that, yes, Steve Rogers went into the ice and died. And yes, Peggy Carter married a man and had children with a man who Captain America rescued. That all happened. But also, Captain America went back to the 40s and spent his entire life with Peggy Carter. Two things happened simultaneously. That I don't quite understand. Yeah, because it's not. What I'm saying is it doesn't erase what happened in the past. It rewrites a different version of the future that acted itself out. Yeah. But what that means, okay, oh, this is how you think of it. Think of it as this. There's a normal time stream that we all had, right? Think of it as water. When he goes back and marries Peggy Carter, he creates a island in the middle that diverts the stream in two different directions. But when everything comes back together, when it needs to, when he comes out of the ice, when all of that stuff happened, the time stream comes right back. So Peggy Carter still dies with her children. All that stuff still come through. That's all happening. And his little stream comes back probably at the point where the rocks were taken. That's fine. And I... I have no problem buying into whatever, but yeah, time travel is always so yeah, sticky. it's so stupid and so weird. And they did a really good job of trying hard to make you not think about it. I'm almost yeah. surprised they didn't have Hulk look in the camera and say, "Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show, and you should probably just really relax. just relax." Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, I have no like again, I can even. I can get over it. Everybody in Spider-Man's high school being the same age. And but that's everybody there. Everybody fine. who he's friends with apparently got snapped. That's, and maybe that's what like, they as do. As long as they say that. Yeah. Then, maybe what they do. Maybe what they do in the next movie is they make references to blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, he just graduated from NYU. 
Peter. You yeah. know, he he lived through the five. But I, if I think all it, that supporting cast is there, then yeah, I'm it means that in the, they all snapped in the third episode or the third movie of Ant Man's trilogy now. Ant-Man and the Wasp 2 or Ant-Man the Wasp and Yellow Jacket it's going to feature uh, his daughter fully ready to be a grown up or at least a teen sidekick or something you know isn't Scott Scott Lang's daughter becomes Goliath doesn't she she becomes a superhero. Does she become? She does. Uh, I just don't know the name of it. She got. She joins yeah. the the Young Avengers, and she becomes yeah. a character that can grow large. I just don't know what the character's name is. It could be Goliath, or is it Atlas, or something like that? It's I'll... not Atlas. Goliath sounds more right, um, but she wears a similar red costume to Ant Man, and she grows large. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's my question. I don't know. Cassie Lang, stature. She becomes stature, stature, which is a lame fucking similar. Um, don't ah, make it stature. Don't make it stature. Make it Goliath. Make it cool. Um, how do you feel about any possible future Falcon movies? Um, I think it's a hard sell. I think you've got to have him in whatever next Avenger type movie is next before you can have his solo. Make an Avenger movie first before you go solo. Well, yeah. it, the the thought was is that they were going to do a Bucky and uh, yeah. Falcon movie before they ever revealed that Falcon was going to become Cap. That actually could be fun too. Uh, I think that could be fun. But I think what you need to do then is so the real question is how do you how do you make this transition into a non-super soldier Captain America and do you put him more street level? You have him kind of resistant to being Falcon or to being Cap and like kind of stay and like doesn't become Captain America until halfway through the movie. Right. Where it's it's kind of like a buddy cop thing. Yes, and where they need where they suddenly need him to be. He needs like to, look, we need the symbol. We yeah. you know, yeah, we need somebody to, to to be the symbol, not just yeah, and he is non powered. He is the only Avenger non powered that well, yeah, well ha- the only one that was a qualified to be Captain America that is non powered, I should right, say. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm glad they gave it to him in a way because that's one of my favorite costumes, and I would love to see it. Oh, is the Falcon Cap costume? I love the Falcon Cap costume. Yeah. I think it's an awesome costume. I think it's pretty dope too. Um, all right, uh, let's see what else. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Such a um, three hours. I thought the pacing was really good. Yeah, I only looked at my watch twice, and it wasn't because I was like, "This movie is dragging." I was like. How are they gonna do all this in time? Like I looked at it thinking to myself, they "Holy crap! They got so much more hours. stuff to yeah. do." Mm-hmm. And uh, and here's what it is. And then I looked. I think the second time I actually looked, it was after the snap, and I was like, "How much of a falling action are we gonna get?" Are we Honestly, gonna get some to pull back Thanos as the main villain was still a surprise to me. This movie succeeded so many times in surprising me, which. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean it's like, yeah, a movie's supposed to surprise you. and But it's like with comics, there's always a sense of I know what's going to happen anyway. Like, okay, yeah, here's yeah. where this happens and right. here's where this – that this movie many times surprised me with – I don't want to use the word twist because it wasn't like an out of left field it's twist. It's a twist. But yes. No. Yeah. But it, it it was definitely like wow I didn't realize we were still going to have to deal with the Thanos. They and were no they I think they did a really good job of shaking things up and and doing it that way. Yeah, actually, you know what I thought was uh, uh, I, here's one of the things that I really feel like is also an overriding thing in Infinity War. Captain America and Iron Man were apart, and the uh-huh. Avengers were two separate teams at best. Right? And they failed. How do they defeat Thanos? They defeat him by being everyone together. Everyone's Mm -hmm. in this at the same time. Literally everybody. You know what I would have liked to have seen, which I think is kind of a letdown? You really should have had fucking... It would have been great to see um, uh, Daredevil 
and Iron Fist and yeah, those guys. Yeah, it would have been weird to just pull them in. I didn't know I know it would have been pulled, but wouldn't it have been great to... But I would honestly, part of me really was hoping we would see that surprise too. Yeah, I was I was kind of hoping to see that. I think having a Luke Cage come in would have been amazing. I love oh, yeah. Luke Cage, and I really think Luke Cage deserves to be in something bigger. And what would have really made me happy is if they somehow made, if like Stephen Strange pulled them out. Mm-hmm. And we would have gotten a full-on defenders moment. Yeah, and, and we cool. we have no idea if they phased or whatever. And yeah, um, I know with the way Iron Fist ends, he's not really Iron Fist at the end of that. And um, and you know what? I and don't Luke Cage kind of ends in a. I don't think anyone cares about uh, about. Oh, I li- I really like the, the the ending to season two of of Iron Fist. It sets it up so that. Did you wa- did you watch it? I I didn't, but I'm saying what I'm saying is I think so many people disliked Iron Fist. Didn't watch season two, yeah. That they didn't even watch season two, and they didn't. Care. They just stopped caring. And and for for Marvel, I think they just cut their losses. Why bother? You know what I mean? But you know you know what's the, their biggest. I mean, that, and don't 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 get me wrong. I think that's fucking sad. I think it's fucking sad that that happened. And I kind of liked Iron Fist season one enough, but but I also wasn't so you know I what I didn't like is the Defenders left me kind of hollow. Oh yeah, I I think they they missed they missed an opportunity with Defenders to make it the same level as what the Avengers was to movies. They could have done that for Defenders they for TV, and they, they failed. And bad. yes, they're street mm-hmm. level, but they could have done something more. But I'll tell you, their biggest failure today is still the Inhumans. The humans was oh, terrible. It was well, terrible. It's a big missed opportunity. Dude, I, think. I, I fucking hate the Inhumans in every single section I, of it. I don't like the Inhumans. The Inhumans are clearly a way of trying to have fucking mutants without having mutants. It's a way of balancing. It's a way of dodging around the fact that you can never bring these they set characters. Them up to be good though. I mean, like they set up this the storyline and it oh was my God. it was like okay this is this is perfect here you go do something with them and see for me i never i never i never thought it was a good setup because here they set up the inhumans in agents of shield to Basically. be this thing of uh oh these people are you know this this terrogenesis is now happening to all these people and we've got all these people with powers now and then suddenly i'm supposed to also understand that there is a royal family yeah. of yeah of inhumans living somewhere, then why wasn't that the place where fucking Quake's mom was? Why wasn't that all together? If you, I mean, you know what I mean? When, when they were at the Shangri-La area of all the inhumans, why wasn't Black Bolt and all that fucking shit backdoor piloted there and it was all tied in? It felt like well, even two... Well, I think at the time that that was going on, they were planning on Inhumans movie and... Two different fucking. It's just two different fucking styles of Inhumans. One is the the fucking quasi mutants, and one yeah. is the the fucking people who live on the moon who've been around for thousands of years and have a royal family. Those are two different goddamn things. And Marvel fucked it all. Marvel fucked it all because they can't couldn't deal with the fact that half of their universe they didn't have the goddamn cinematic rights to. Now they can fix it all, so you might as well fucking quietly change in humans to mutants or some other goddamn shit and just allow that to fucking happen. But right now it's just it's it is a huge goddamn mistake for Marvel, and it's because legally when they were broke, they painted themselves into a creative corner. Yeah. Well, I I think they now own the <laughs> I don't they, know how to put it into words. I, they they have the market corner. They uh, even with any good DC movie, they are never going to. What was they are never going to reach this what, kind of. What the fuck was Shazam this weekend? It was like number five. Yeah, <laughs> Shazam's a good movie. It is, and, and I'm not seeing Shazam it, but actually. Nothing, but oh, you you didn't see it yet? I still haven't seen Jesus it. Jesus Christ. I don't know what they're thinking of. That movie takes place in the winter. It shouldn't have come out now. I think they were trying to get people who just saw Captain Marvel before Avengers to come see a superhero movie, but it just makes it kind of weird. And I don't think people did it enough. You know what I, mean? I think also friends. that's why Hellboy is out right now. It's because um, everyone's Hellboy, just trying to gobble up as much I, I superhero did see right now. I saw Hellboy with Haney, and it I is... If you like if you like the Hellboy franchise, 
this is more of the same, bloodier, more uh-huh. violent, um, but more the same. Yeah. I do not see it getting a sequel. It is, it's so niche. Yeah. I, and there's there's some poor, it. Some of the graphics feel very. Uh, Low budget. It, it feels like well, it feels like Sam Raimi directed it. Yeah, where it's like you know, where it's like it's kind of bad on purpose. And I don't. I, think, I like that. I think they should I just move see, over to to animated movies. Honestly, that's. But I can see where somebody look at it and go, "Oh, that's low budget." I'm like, I think it's intentional, but right. I understand why you feel that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I you go see Shazam. You deserve. I think it's hilarious that I've seen Shazam and you haven't. I saw I, did, I saw Shazam. Literally, every time I've had a chance to, something has come up. I mean, well, I was oh, supposed man. to see it with you at one point. Yeah, man. that's true. Yeah, I I saw Shazam on Wednesday night. Saw Avengers on Thursday night, and I almost saw Hellboy on Friday night. But Melissa was like, "Are you fucking kidding you would me?" Like, I don't think you would like Hellboy. I, I could be wrong. I like the franchise so far. I mean, it, I probably it's just would have been disappointed. Very violent. That's yeah. like people getting ripped in half, and it just yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I probably just would have been like annoyed. But I do like Hellboy in general. So it's I funny. Think, it's I think real funny. You forget. I collected. Uh, I collected BRP or what. BPRD. I, yeah, BPRD. Did I say that right? Okay. I was like BRPD. That isn't right. Uh, anyway, I collected that for like a year and a half. Um, I don't I don't want to ruin it for you because, you know, we're doing Avengers stuff. I don't want to ruin. But there is, if you are a fan of Hellboy and BPRD, there is a small nod to that continuity that's wonderful. That's okay. just like, oh, that is so awesome so good all right cool well uh look it's yeah, uh we're, we're we're running out of time we usually like to keep these uh under an hour and we're, we're pushing at uh, about 50 minutes here obviously we like this movie you think it's the greatest marvel movie of all time and i want to agree with you um except for the fact that winter soldier still really lights it it's, under me it's in a lot of ways. That made, see, people who made winter soldier i know Dude, I know it. They did great work. You can feel and that. I, look, I and this movie had two community characters. <laughs> two, two. Uh, it was no, it was, it was goddamn fantastic. Do not get me wrong. It was goddamn fantastic, and probably you said epic. And epic was a very good word to use for yeah, this. Yeah, I was. Oh man, please do me a favor. Never ever wait that long to see a movie after I've seen it again. It was awful not having you to talk to. <laughs> it was awful. Guys, I mean, let me just gush on Rob uh, for just a minute. Normally, I can count on him to be able to just like immediately have seen it. And I can fucking talk to him and I can get this off my chest and I could walk, you know, blah, blah, blah. I had to wait. And not only did you wait until Saturday, you waited till Saturday night like a grown up to make it a date. And I was like, mother. It was the, uh, my my girlfriend two, would not let me see it without her. I'm two hours behind you. This is just even longer for me. Yeah. So don't ever do but that again. What was the first thing I said to you? Um, when I have to pick up the. I just like wrote. Yeah. When he picked up the, the hammer. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew. The best part about that too, visually, is the shield's broken. Yes. The hammer, and he just yeah. looks so fucking badass just so fucking badass i also uh i liked i kind of thought that they would to me i kind of thought that they would give captain america the dying in battle ending and they would give uh tony stark the living a peaceful life ending and that's another switch up they give tony stark the dying in battle and sacrificing himself and they give captain america the quietly retiring well, and I, I found it much more appropriate for Cap. Um, well, and Tony was constantly trying to protect. Yeah. I mean, that, every movie is him trying to protect, and he finally right. got his hero's death. But I, I understand where you're coming from, but for Cap, it was like, Cap is our grandparent, our, my grandparent. I don't know about yours, but, you know, Cap looked like my grandfather and would talk about things the way my grandfather would talk about with world war two and yeah, the way well, he would yeah. talk about dating and, you know, 
I literally could see that that was my grandfather as a boy. And yeah, so it felt like that's grandpa handing the shield off and he had a really good life and he's proud of everything he did. And yeah, yeah, no, it was good. I, I look, I, I just think it's funny because I, I just, it's a funny switch. I yeah. Get, because it's the soldier. It's the soldier who died quietly and died quietly. Well, yeah. Ended quietly. Yeah. Uh yeah. Now I also it's too bad that he's he's never gonna come back, but it would be great to have seen old man uh Rogers helping Sam out, but that's just ne- something never that, say never, never say never. He's he's not coming back. I know he's, he's not, not but it would sure be damn cool. I think Robert Downey Jr. would come back because he just loves it so much, but I don't think Chris Evans will. I don't I don't think so. Um also let's talk about Thor. We didn't talk about Thor. Oh, and him being an Asgardian of the galaxy. Yeah, or or the Big How Lebowski. How bold was the move to make him fat? Perfect. Again. How bold? Okay, so I told this to uh, to Charlotte because you weren't around. Here's the thing: if you look at it, they did Thor one. It was tough. Thor two, just wasn't finding it. For Thor three and they make it funny and then everyone's like yay thor and actually it comes in avengers make mm-hmm. thor funny play to chris hemsworth's ability to be funny to be a funny and actor, suddenly yeah. everything works better yeah. so why not have thor be comical if you edit out all of the thor scenes and has but is a funny funny actor he's no he's very funny it's very comedic and that he's just when when fucking Tony calls him Lebowski, that is exactly yes. what it is. <laughs> he's the fucking dude at that point when he yells at the kid on the uh, on the on the Xbox. Uh, you know, I'm gonna but come here. He's just funny, and that's what's important. He still has those moments where he's like, you know, I've lost everything. Uh, you know, well, like yeah, in no, the last it, movie. it's he's sad. And he can't handle yeah. failure, and I get all that. And it's great to show Thor as a guy who can't handle it. But it he belongs be, in the Asgardian, or is the, it in, in the, the Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy? Because yes, because that's perfect. a comedy movie. It's going to be comedy action. However, the thing is that they hint about at the end is who is really going to be in charge? Because that's not going to be a that that is what the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie is going to be is going to be about Peter and Thor butting heads on who's the coolest guy on the fucking thing, you know? Um, but I could also still see them having solo Thor movies. I And I hope they do. And I, I actually just kind them. of think that they should, this Asgardians of the Galaxy thing, I think that should just be a bridge to get Thor back out in space and doing crazy things. Well, and I wouldn't mind seeing the Valkyrie story play out with you know, the Asgardians in this little town, which I think is a brilliant story move that, that, you know, they've just taken over this little colonial Norwegian town. Yeah. uh, I Uh, love that idea that, you know, it kind of plays off the old, uh, when they were in, um, Uh, Oklahoma, above above Oklahoma, except you say, I would like to see that played out. I wouldn't like to pay $10 to go see a movie of that play out. I don't know. I can see it. That's a Disney plus property at best. (laughs) I'm not going to see that as a movie. No, no, no. Nope. No. I, I think Valkyrie's fine enough, but you're talking about what? what? The incident in the small town? It's not a, it's not a movie. No, it's no, more fun to do that Thor as... Thor 4. We call it Thor 4. It takes place after the Asgardian uh-huh. of the galaxy. Uh, he comes back, uh, and he knows where that they can take root and build a new community that's in more of a space and they have to up and go or something along those lines. I don't, I don't know. I think here's, here's my pitch on this. You get an unnamed Asgard character who becomes the sheriff. Balder. Balder. But I think he's dead, isn't he? Oh no, Balder's hey, not dead, is he? Balder's never been in a no? Marvel Okay, movie. there you go. Balder becomes the sheriff of that fucking town. <laughs> right? Now imagine the fun of a small like it's like Fargo meets uh, where everyone might still have weird superpowers. So it's a superpowered Fargo 
They're in fucking <laughs> Norway. It's a town full of uh, people with powers still living in the human, and they still have human stuff that they're doing constantly. And but it's just Balder being a fucking. That's a great show for Disney Plus. By the way, if that happens, everyone. This is proof. Every Disney owes me at least like a half a billion. All right, all right, we gotta we gotta wrap yeah. this up, buddy. Wrap this one up. Um, all right. So uh, just to be clear, I said it was not the greatest Marvel movie, and you said it was the greatest Marvel movie. So I'm gonna give you a win on this one, just because I'm feeling generous. Well, know. also a billion dollars in a weekend. Oh, oh yeah. I can, that's that's sort of a mic drop. I guess I'm wrong, and he's Rob. And uh, thanks so much for joining us, Rob. As always, give us our classic cat phrase catchphrase to lead us out of this thing. Avengers, assemble. Nice. That one actually worked. Still have.